Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Hey, this is Ashley from Team Serious Tri Club. In tonight's chat, Beck and Siri talk all about team camp that's coming up in August in Longmont, how to resolve your knee pain, and their thoughts on periodization, especially for age groupers. Hope you enjoy it. Team Serious Tri Club! In the house. Oh, that looks actually quite nice with that background. Hi, everybody! Did anyone race Ironman Coeur Lane? Let us know. Or did oh, you yeah. race in... There was a... There was a race in Europe, the one Lucy Charles. Oh, European won. champs. I don't know European where it was. European champs. Yes. There was so did Wasn't anyone race Man, this was, I think there was Challenge European Champs and Ironman European uh -huh. Champs on the same weekend. Is that right? Yeah. That's so, a bit of competition there for you, isn't it? So tell us, guys. Did you race this weekend? Did you do a local race? Did you... What were you up to? And how is your training going? Post in the comments, please. And um, I'm going to make sure we are alive because I cannot see us right now. Hmm. Um, are we in Team Series Tri Club? Yes, we are. We're in the live chat. Perfect. I don't know why there's no one here. I hope everyone is having an amazing day, um, starting off the week yep. in a fabulous way. I don't know. Most of my athletes have days off on Mondays, so it's a day hmm. for them to recover. Hi, Kristen. Great to see you. Hi, Ash. Um, but Mondays typically are our days off, although... Ellie is on her way to Ironman 70.3 Marbella, Spain. Um, so she had her race Let break. me just ask Ash a question. Do yeah. you, Ash, do you want us to go live on the page, or are we okay to go live in the events here? Because for some reason I'm not seeing it pop up on the page. Just let us know. Sorry. She says we're here. So no, that's I know, good. but we're, I can't see us on the page. Just wondering why. But yeah, so Ellie Salthouse is off to Marbella, Spain for the Ironman 70.3 race this weekend. So incredibly excited. Um, it's been quite a few weeks since she raced, so um, it's going to be amazing. She's and Spain? How did she get her The best visa? part, um, well, it was actually easier for her to go through Spain and mm. then to the U.S. Okay. Um, but the most exciting thing of all is that she's coming to Bold, to Longmont. So time to do a lot of one-on-one -on -one training. Um, we've got some great work to do before the 70.3 World Championships, and I am super, super excited to be one-on-one -on -one with Ellie and my other athletes that will be coming in and out of town. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, she arrives July 6th. Oh, and what else are we going to... We'll wait till more people get on because we have some cool stuff coming up too. But we do have our camp. It's got... We've got uh, 10 spots left exactly. We already have 10 spots taken. So we're really excited. I know people don't usually sign up to the last minute. So you get a great discount yeah. being in the club. But we'll just wait a little bit because... Um, there's only four people on because I decided I wanted to go early, even though I probably shouldn't have. Oh, so right. We'll just, yeah, we've got two minutes still before. Oh, got it. Hi, Christy yeah, yeah. Hadley. <laughs> Great to see you. Um, how's everything going? Uh, Kristen and Christy, how's your training going? Ashley Steves will be out here for the camp. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get to meet Ash in person, too. I'm so excited about that. And I have my scooter up and running again. Oh, because so I'm going to be it. on yes. the road. Um <laughs> 
Can't wait. It's it's gotten fixed just in time so I can stalk all of you that are going to be here at camp. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because probably I won't be able to keep up with all of you on the bike or on the run. So I'm going to follow you on my scooter and um, can't wait, you guys. It's going to be an amazing weekend. So let us know what you're up to. Let us know when your next race is. Let us know how your training is going. Um, love to hear also if there's anyone on here or whoever listens to the replay if you're on one of our team serious plans let us know how that's going let us know if you have any questions but hopefully you are feeling the magic of committing to you and putting in your best effort every single day karen peterson great karen's coming to karen. the camp yep that's amazing um christy hadley my training has taken a big back step but now i'm not feeling quite as tired or nauseous. I'm looking at getting back on track. She this had week. the one, I think she was the one that had that knee bursa burst, something like that. I'm pretty sure, Christy. Um, Hi, Rebecca. Let me know what you had because we can help you. But I also did a really great post um, yesterday on knee, or it might have been today, on knee pain and how to, how most doctors will want you to do surgery. And unless it's a severe tear or a meniscal tear or something serious or an acute injury, um, most of the time, chronic knee pain um, can be resolved and fixed with certain things. Like we always encourage strom rolling and trigger point and our um, hypervolt and um, not icing because we want the inflammation for the heat. Um, we recommend mobility and stretching, rolling out your TFL, rolling out your ITB, rolling out your lateral quad, even rolling out the inside of your knee. If you have medial pain, it could be your sartorius. Like I was talking to Ash about her wife, Karen, who has pain in the medial knee, it could be VMO, it could be stability work that you need to do, band walking you need to do, but most of the time you can get rid of knee pain by taking time off and just doing a lot of maintenance, trigger point, active release technique, and Siri loves active release technique. It really helped me with my piriformis issues. Um, most of the time you can get away with taking time off and just really giving um, self-care and maintenance. What else do you recommend for knee pain, Siri? Because uh, I think well, there's a lot of people with niggles lately. With you hit the nail on the head. I once had a knee injury and I thought, oh my God, something must be really, really wrong. And I went and had ART on my sartorius and it fixed it in two sessions. I literally had no more knee problems. So. For me, um, when I have knee pain, I know it's coming from my sartorius, and I know that in that case, I need to do some ART. You can do it yourself by really pushing deep on your sartorius and then flexing and um, lengthening your yep. leg yep. multiple times as you're pushing as hard as you possibly can. On the insertion. It really, really works. So, um, or have someone else do it if you can't handle that pain yourself. Um, have someone do it for you, for sure. And look up active release technique therapist in your area. These guys are trained for that. That's the only money I would spend, and I would buy a Hypervolt to get into those tight muscles and a foam roller, and you're set. And Maybe if you can afford Novatex, do that. Have heat, have hot baths. I heard someone was icing it, but when it's a chronic thing, you don't want to ice it because the inflammation actually helps the healing. So don't ice a chronic injury, you guys. It is actually going to take it back. It needs that inflammation yeah. to heal. We've said that before. So. Um, and Kristen and Christy are I'm so sorry. I just realized that... after I did it again. Yeah, I did, did it, it again. again. Yes, I did. Christy has the knee issue. Yeah. And we have our first serious squad baby, which is very exciting. 
Um, okay, so Rebecca Allen, Becky Allen. Hi, Becky. And Here's Becky was going to come on the chat after. Um, if if well, it's going to work out whether she's going to take over the chat afterwards or not. But oh, I think she okay, might do next it. week because she's so like has so much to give and so much knowledge. I think we'll let her do her own private one. So yes, um, Becky. But Becky just got three new athletes oh, in the last lucky. week. Becky's like the most popular I mean, coach right now. Athletes. Yeah, <laughs> Becky, um, you're amazing. I love your work ethic. I love your passion. I love your commitment. I love how much you give your athletes. It's extraordinary, and we're so grateful for you. So, Becky. And she's a very good coach to have because she's, like Karen Burke, so great at juggling full-time work as an attorney, although I know she's moving to part-time now, which is great, but she, her passion is coaching and people and seeing people achieve their dreams. And she's so good at working people's schedules around their families, their work, and you know, I have the luxury of knowing you working from home. So I don't know how she does it, but she's much better at juggling that stuff when it comes to athletes. That's why I always send like people that are full time to her because she's just, she's yeah. used to it. She's done it before. She's been there, done that. So. Yeah. And that's great yes. advice to give because a lot of people just don't know how to balance and you don't want things to get out of balance. You mm -hmm. don't want to suddenly take up triathlon and your relationship starts falling apart or your, your performance at work declines. You can do it all. And wait, okay. one more. I love Becky because you don't drink wine and Becky drinks wine. And I just, one wine a night. We have one wine a night yeah. each. Well, I and used I think to it's do healthy. That. So me and Becky will be having a wine at camp with Ash and Karen. Okay. You can have a water. I'll have my water. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, Alan. Great to see you, Alan. But let's answer Becky's Sorry. question. Alan, so, uh, the benefit of year-round training and coaching versus doing a short-term coaching or a plan for a goal race than no plan or coaching? It's a great question. I know she's asking that for, on behalf of her athletes too because this is a very common I, – I feel like it's almost a common mistake that athletes make. Yeah, I think that you limit yourself. If you only get a coach or follow a plan just for one event, um, you're limiting yourself because training builds upon training, right? And the more experiences you get through your training with your coach, you're going to learn more that is going to take your performance in the sport and in life to the next level. So here's the thing, like if you follow a plan just for one event and then you get off it, so you don't do anything for say five, six, seven, maybe even eight months, then you kind of have to start from square one again, mm -hmm. where you started last time. Mm -hmm. But when you build upon each plan, okay, and set another goal, you're building your fitness to another level each time. Mm -hmm. So you're literally, you know, blowing away the ceiling and making anything possible as far as how strong, how fit, how fast you can get. Um, you're getting more skills, you know, mental skills and everything. So I think it's so incredibly important and it will keep you healthy. So you will stay healthy and it will keep you from motivated. having those roller coaster rides of being yeah. fit and then totally out of shape and putting on weight. Mm -hmm. Fit, totally out of shape, pulling. It's so bad just to go off a plan, do nothing. It's actually so bad cardiovascularly. It's actually quite dangerous for your heart if you're an endurance athlete to do that because your heart adapts and it beats so slowly. I, I was told this that everything gets almost like your, I think it's your, um, the one that pumps out of the body, I think it's your left atrium gets enlarged and I know I don't want to scare people but mine is so enlarged if I didn't work out like I could almost go into tachycardia because it actually uh, I need the exercise to keep that it sounds crazy but that's mm. how common that's why there's common common with athletes who retire and stop doing everything they have heart attacks because their heart their left atrium gets so enlarged and they need that just to go on the science side they need that to stay healthy if they don't exercise actually worse for the heart because then it just goes from oversized to 
can, yeah, it can be more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But, anyway. but I love um, what Tony Robbins says. He says, you don't go to the gym one weekend and you're fit for life. Yeah. Okay, so think about that. <laughs> you don't go to the gym for one weekend and you're fit for life. Part of the day. Like this is, it's a commitment that you make to yourself. And by committing, you know, long term, that means that you care about, because it all comes down to, yes, triathlon is fun and it's exciting and it's an incredible challenge, but also it's an incredible way to treat your body kindly and be healthy and live a longer, healthier life in the future. So commit to yourself long term, okay, and truly become fit for life by staying connected throughout the year. And yes, you're going to have your month off where you can totally recover your body and your mind and build up your desire to want to get back into triathlon again. You're going to get that rest, but you will be guided on how to manage that recovery so that when you come back, you're not starting from ground zero, that you're actually starting from a place that's going to be way higher than where you started and will thus lead you to being able to accomplish so much more in the following year. I'm going to go live on yours too just to see what happens because I feel like there should be way more people on and when I go to the page I cannot see our live so I feel like only the ones that said yes they were coming are going to get notified. So I'm going to go live on my phone too. It's a little close for comfort here right now but let's just see what happens. Um, so Sarah I also saw today and I love the post. Um, it's actually Tim Don's triathlon coach and he's just great. He does. He goes by a perceived effort. He still runs 17 minutes for 5K as a 52-year-old. He's amazing. He's kind of my hero other than you. But he was talking yeah. about, I think it was him that was talking about periodization and how overrated periodization is, especially for our pros because we don't really have that much of an off-season. We have sort of, if we're doing Kona or a top pro like someone like Rini or Ellie, have the world championships and then we have a little bit of time off. But then Australians, we race all year round. And, um, and you know, for some of the top pros who are, based on, who are focused on Kona, it's almost all year round, apart from kind of November, December, January, where they have a little bit of a time off. So for periodization, I think even for age groupers, I don't believe in it that much. I believe there should be a, an off-season-ish strength slash less high intensity, more aerobic, which I've learned a lot off you. But tell us a little bit about your thoughts on periodization, because it's not really something that is, you know, a strategy that we have without... Right. We have off-season, but can you explain a we little bit? We have off-season. I mean, I learned from my coach, Brett Sutton, and he always said, again, that statement of you don't go to the gym for one weekend and you're fit for life. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. If you want to be building up your fitness and building up your ability in the sport, you've got to be consistent. And that consistency, that repetition mm -hmm. is everything. But they, the key is how you're managing each kind of um, – quarter of your racing year okay mm -hmm. are you doing the off season if you nail the off season you're going to nail the race season are you recovering properly after races are you having your winter break which brett used to give me two weeks off and that was it mm -hmm. i like to give my athletes a month off because i feel that that's healthier and that's safer and what i want i want my athletes to be begging to start training again like Ellie Salthouse is like, I need to train, I'm going crazy. <laughs> it's not that I feel I need to or I'm obsessed, but I miss it. I want to swim, I want to bike, I want to run. That's what I want to hear at the end of that month yep. because then I know that they're not just ready to truly step up in that next race season, but mentally they're going to have a full reservoir of mental energy that's going to carry them through. Yep. And um, 
So periodization, you know, I think that you it's can really have a, yeah. two or three key races, mm -hmm. and there's a bit of of um, uh, like mini periodiz periodization that goes into preparing for those key races. Yep, that is. But a that could I mean yeah. that could mean like I will take my athletes through maybe four rotations of recovery strength threshold speed mm -hmm. as my focus and then the race and then recovery strength kind of threshold work Given speed. Why secrets here and yeah but you know you have to know how to design that and that's what's you know so but major periodization would mean that you're really preparing for, for the one whole year race okay and so that's, that's maybe where i think they get confused that triathlon is seasonal but it's also all year round and usually triathletes don't just do one race a year like it's not like um 10k runners that have a focus and even those guys they have like their whole focus is one race whereas triathlon is all year round so it's very hard to so i guess our periodization is really like our blocks where we do a build up and a recovery that's kind of a periodization now off season a little bit of a period but you're doing multiple throughout yeah. the year because yeah. otherwise Good. if I'm glad you, you follow a that. periodization plan through the year you're basically preparing for one race right and also it never goes to plan your season you yeah. get a niggle your periodization goes out the out the chimney because you then have to have eight weeks off running yeah. so yeah. Now look, we've got four we've more got, on here, so well, you we guys, do. We, have, we were live. I don't know if there's we're live a in the here. event. So everybody here, Patrice, um, Hi Patrice, Cole, Janet, Cole. and Bertha. If you guys go to oh, Bertha, we're gonna listen, miss you. If you guys go to um, guys, if you go go guys go to event um events and go to that part we're live on there but i knew that some of you would come on the page and not be able to find us because for some reason it's not coming up on facebook so anyone who's on the facebook right now on the page please go across to our events and look at the live there yeah so, watch the beginning because guys yes. we were on 15 minutes before you guys got on here but we'll so, keep it for now yeah just to make sure you go back sure and watch hi Lori got great to see okay, you we've got guys some questions here uh kristen check out the first 15 minutes guys it's posted in events because we're live on events do you so those of you that are getting on now um you missed about 15 minutes so make okay. sure you we'll catch up on that yeah Kristen when do you have a video that focuses on transitions for race day and clothing perspective Mel, Mel Mitchell and we are going to do a, a very good transition practice at camp we're going to have a competition um Ashley's going to demonstrate because I've forgotten that I've lost my mojo there no I think Siri should demo <laughs> oh my god with yeah. my hip I wouldn't Mel Mitchell I wish she bike. was here she was in and out of transition faster than anyone actually so I, were you yeah, you, you were too. going last come out first but we do have Melanie Mitchell, um, and hopefully Ash might be able to find that, can tag you in that. We have an amazing transition video. Search Melanie on the Facebook Just group. Just about a month ago. And she um, yeah, if you search Melanie Mitchell and go to profile, you'll see her amazing post. Um, I did one as well for her um, on the transition setup, and she's brilliant. She's brilliant at that. Um, and then for clothing setup, on um, this would depend. I would say that. Personally, for most distances other than Ironman, you do not need to have, you should have a suit that you're wearing sprint, Olympic, and half at least with zero changes. They actually don't let you change. Um, in Europe, you're allowed to go nudie, but here in the US and Australia, you're not allowed to. So you cannot have really a change of clothes. The only time you'll do that is in an Ironman. And I know padding for the bike, but if you get the Hincapi uh, tri shorts, they have enough padding to help you. And if you're still sore there on your vajayjay, I would get um, I would get a, a better seat. Like look at a seat that you can sit on that doesn't hurt, especially if you're in your time trial bars, like um, the Cobb saddles or the ISM. What's the other one? 
that you liked the other day that you saw. I think that was, that Cobb, was a Cobb. Cobb as well. Yeah, Cobb. We love the Cobb Max, uh, Max Pro and Cobb Max. Yeah, Cobb Max Pro and Cobb yeah. Max were my absolute favourite. Those were favorite. my favourites. I mean, they're but not the they're best, the best pro? in my mind they're the best because I the like Max? them. I don't know. We'd have to go get it. Yeah, the Max, the Max was thicker at the top and then Series Pro, I think one was thinner at the top. I like the thicker one depending. If you've got larger hips, wider hips, I'd go for the more of the Max, uh, the Cobb Max rather than the thinner one. But also, you plus, guys, you know, we talked about with training, um, for bike training to use bag bomb, right, or Vaseline, but mm -hmm. bag bomb is specifically made for cyclists. You can, before a race, at the race start, stick some down there, especially if it's a wetsuit swim, it's not going to, you know, uh, disintegrate. Like, that's going to help you a ton, and that way um, you can race without having to have a big pad in your suit. Yeah, and you, I agree. You're actually right. Well, you don't want to swim with that anyway because it soaks up water, but usually you can get, yeah, good suits that have just thin enough padding, but the seat is the key here, guys. You need to have a seat that you don't need thick bike pants in. If you're needing really thick bike pants, especially in the TT bars, it's because your seat's not the right side, not the right fit. So, yeah, perfect. Okay, so she said, I use padded bike shirts, just don't run in them unless they are designed for running. Oh, yeah, Chafe City. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing too, Chris, That's why you want the tri short. If you're biking, in the padded shorts, then think about how much time you're going to lose in transition having to change into your run shorts. So that's something too. Like with some of you guys, some of you age groupers, you know, your some of your slowest times Thanks, are Becky. in transition. And if you are looking, because I know a lot of you are like, oh my God, I want to go faster than I went last time. One of the easiest things that you can do to go faster than you did the, the time before, if that matters to you, is cut your transition time down. Mm -hmm. And that means, you know, using the bag bomb instead of the padded pants, Christy. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, that's going to save you, what, 90 seconds or two minutes. Mm -hmm. So think about that, guys. Those of you that want to go faster, it's not just to swim, bike, and run. It's about the transitions, too. Yep. And I would go, yeah, for the tri-shirts, the Hingapi tri-shirts with that minimal padding and the Cobb saddle, the Cobb Max for me. For someone with like, I don't have wide hips, but just worked really well for me. Um, if anyone has saddles for someone with say wider hips and shallower hips, post up what you use and what you love. We'd love to hear from you um, what you use. Becky um, put up a great post there, exactly right. Like you shouldn't need thick padding if you have the right saddle. So yeah. let us know what you use, Becky, because you do look comfortable. Not just on your the saddle. right saddle, but also the, the right, right setup. Height. Oh, seat height and setup is another thing. So Christy, if you have your seat slightly tilted down too much you actually want it dead flat or negative negative two degrees which is nothing okay because if it's even more down than that it's going to be actually worse than you think you're going to be falling off the nose and pressure on your arms and shoulders but if it's even slightly above zero even two up degrees not too negative it's going to push into your vajayjay as well and that also is going to cause ischial problems and hip problems so Definitely look at the level of the seat and make sure it is dead smack level and that your bars are supported and you're not tilted down with your bars either so your shoulders don't get sore. And not just that, but if your seat is too high yep, it's and gonna you're hurt too. Your moving hips. from side to side in order to reach the pedal, that too can cause problems. So seat height, you know, seat position, yep. and seat tilt saddle. And saddle, yep. okay? All those things, guys. Um, and then really, handlebar height, elbow pads, position yeah, of your cockpit, everything, all that stuff. Everything, it's yeah. all related. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we have Ivan O'Gorman is an amazing bike fitter. He does it virtually as well, but I recommend coming here to get it done. He's an amazing bike fitter. But Kristen, I wouldn't, you would not quite at that stage yet, but when you do want to get into a time trial bike, 
you definitely want to work out work it out with him yeah because a general like road bike fitters just aren't you know conditioned for a triathlon setup and they'll have you really low and they won't, won't be comfortable you want like someone that does tri-specific setup where you, they know you're going to run off the bike it's really important yeah. yeah any other questions guys i hope your computer's not gonna yeah, we're not much okay. battery left there. So, guys, if Beck's computer dies, come over to it's my to. live. That's it's here. good. We're okay. good. Great. Um, <laughs> I think. Yep. But, yeah, good questions, you guys. Good questions. Um, I was trying to think what else we're going to talk about. Now, let's let them know now. Invested in a bike fit made a huge difference. Nice, Yay, Trisha. Trisha is just amazing. She soaks up, even though she's not coached by one of our coaches, she soaks up everything we say, and she really applies it. And I feel yep. like it's made a big difference for her. So. That's awesome. I'm and very guys, proud of her. You don't have to thing. be coached by one of our coaches to get the benefits, right? No, like, exactly. Right. But just lap it up. Trisha, I love that. And here's the thing, guys. Like, sometimes we think that investing in a bike fit is a lot of money but think how much money in the end it will save you when you find out you know the comfortable seat height where you're not going to get injured the comfortable you know where your um cleat is on on the bottom of your shoe we had i'll actually share megan newman um one of my amazing athletes i don't know if she's i love on megan i met her the other day but she was having a lot of um numbness in her toes. And mm. I know this happened to me as an athlete too. I was getting numb toes on the bike. Mm. And sometimes it wouldn't go away until a few miles into the run. Mm. And what I realized was, and what we told Megan, is that the cleat was at the very front, front yep. of my of my too shoe. Too far forward. Yep. Too far forward. Towards her toes. So there was so much pressure going into right under my toes. And that was causing the numbness. It actually became a neural thing. It was called Morton's neuroma. Oh, yeah. Um, bad. And all I, if I had known, if I had had a bike oh, fit or I had seen back. someone, they would have told me you want to have the cleat more. Under the ball of your foot. Under the, yeah, under so the, the ball so of the your foot. So the big toe, right like the big knuckle on your big toe, that is where the axle, that's where you want the axle, the pedal to be. Um, and it's hard to get if you've got your cleat far forward. You need to basically get your cleat back as far as possible. That's going to give you way more leverage. More power. Actually, it's funny because when I think about you racing, I think about your, I think I, I remember seeing that, that you were quite far forward with your toes. Yeah. So if only someone told you. Siri just wasn't even, wasn't even told anything about Nothing. bike setup. Nothing. Her seat was too high. Her It was just horrific. Her gear, she didn't even change out of gear no. out of corner. She just used grit. So I had to learn everything new. It was called new becoming a coach. Grit. That's yeah, what it was called. It was grit. <laughs> But yeah, so a setup or just having you guys send your videos, post them on the page, ask us if you can get a video of you on the wind trainer yep. on your bike and you send us a video, we will analyze your position and especially like like we'd be able to see even if you didn't tell us anything, we'd be like, Oh, do you get, you know, numb toes or, or do you get knee sore hamstrings? Sore do you get, mm. And we'll be able to tell you what might be able to be tweaked. Hey that will lead to not only more power and better performance on the bike, but less chance of injury. So yep. post those on the wall, you guys. I mean, that's what we're here for, so post those things on the wall. Um, one thing I wanted to tell you was very exciting, that Ellie Salthouse arrives, you say July 5th? July 6th, late at night. July so. 6th, and I'm going to make sure that any time, um, depending on well, how, secret, be every day. how secret the sessions are, no, on the trainer, I mean, 
if Siri will allow it privately for the club, um, we're going to do some live workouts with Ellie Salthouse. And you guys, I will let you know a couple of days before the time that it is because Siri's very specific and calculated with her workouts with Ellie. They're very strategically planned, like all your training plans. But yeah. Ellie specifically, and if she is tired and she has to change, it has to change. But we want to do live workouts every week. And you guys can jump on the trainer and do it with Siri as your coach with Miss Ellie Salthouse. It's yeah. going to be fun. Amazing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to do it on my Peloton with her. And Siri's like, we're both. I want to send her to Vale. Will you ride with her? And I almost fell off my couch. I'm like 24,000 feet of climbing, six hours of riding. And you want me to ride with Ellie Salthouse when I ride for 45 Time minutes. to get started. Yeah, I need, to start, get started. I need another two years of training behind my belt. No, but we're <laughs> super excited because Ellie has been basically training by herself yep. for the last God, year and a half at least. And, and she's kicking, kicking ass. And she's even been swimming on her yeah, own. Everything. She's doing amazing. Everything. But we're just so excited to be together and me to be able to, you know, be there now for all our sessions and for her to be able to have me there. So and, and I'll let have, you join in on some of them. Yeah. And yep. some of my athletes will be coming into town as well and I'm Yay. so looking forward to it. And that. anyone yeah. local that we coach, we're gonna have you guys turn up for some trainer sessions as well. So if you're coached by one of our coaches um, we're going to let you guys come and do some trainer sessions with Miss Ellie Salthouse, which is really cool. I think that'll be heaps fun. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. So yeah. can't wait. But first, we've got Try races. Camp. Who's racing this weekend, guys? Who raced last weekend, first of all? Who's racing this weekend? I know there's lots of big races, small races, local races. Let us know. We want to be able to cheer you on and wish you the best of luck. Um, but... Yeah, let us know how that's going so and how your plan's in, going. We're already in July. Like, it's like the season's almost, almost over now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... She's going to smash it, Christy Hadley. So Ellie's going to smash it. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited to see her. I oh, really Jenna did love it. That's right. How did Jen. she go? I was bloody hot, I bet. Oh, oh my, my God. God. How was it? And how hot was it? I bet you did great, Janet. Let us know how it was and what the conditions were like and how you felt. Hey, this is Ashley from Team Serious again. Hope you enjoyed tonight's chat. If you'd like to join these chats in real time, visit TeamSeriousTriClub.com and purchase your monthly membership. Thanks so much. Know that you've